You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Happy Mother's Day out there. Anita Marks with you on this Sunday fun day with you for another hour. This portion of the show brought to you by Rock Spring Golf Club. Again, match play starts out there on Monday, June 5th. I'll be participating. Uh, The pairing party is June 2nd. Um, Call them, 973-731-6464 to get into that match play. That's for sure. Also, as we said, stand-up comedian Desi Banks is coming to the Town Hall Theater on Friday, September 15th. Be caller number three right now. 888-987-ESPN, 888-987-ESPN. You'll score a pair of tickets for full contest rules. Go to New York, ESPNNewYork.com. That's ESPNNewYork.com, brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Make sure you do that. Without further ado, Greg Wyshynski, a.k.a. The Puck Daddy, joins us uh, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Puck Daddy, how you doing? Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank you so much, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I'm in uh, I'm in uh, Madawan, New Jersey, right now visiting my mom, who is a huge fan of Daily Wager. So it's it's great. Oh, that's fantastic! She must be so proud of you. You always do such a great do- great job on Daily Wager. So uh, that's awesome. Happy ber- um, Happy Mother's Day to your mother. Um, first and foremost, what happened to your Devils, dude? Um, one four dude, in the series. Uh... What happened? I, and you were so optimistic you were so optimistic with this young exciting devils team what happened so i think they it was correctly pointed out by their coach that like when the expectations were placed on them they they tended to to fall apart a little bit um you know carolina is a really good defensive team and, and i think that the devils have a certain way they like to play i think they were able to play that way in most of the games against the rangers uh you know using their speed using their creativity Carolina takes a lot of that away from you. Um, I think the Devils' goaltending kind of fell apart in that series. And at the very end, unfortunately, uh, Jack Hughes had an upper body injury that really uh, hindered him uh, definitely in the last couple of games there. So fun ride, good education for a young team, but ultimately uh, a bit of a disappointment in the second round. Yeah, uh, no denying that. Uh, Let's just stay here in our own backyard for a second before we look big picture. Um, You know, I I guess – this Devils team, good base looking forward to next season to grow on. Obviously, young, exciting team now with some playoff experience. Big expectations for the Devils next season? Oh, without question. I mean, the good news for them is that, you know, it's not a window to win. It's like a barn door to win. Like, they've got a lot of runway in front of them with regards to what the future looks like. I mean, Jack Hughes is, you know, in his early 20s. His brother just joined the team, has played less than 10 NHL games. He looked great in the playoffs. Simone Nemish, who was the second overall pick in last year's draft, hasn't even played an NHL game yet. He's a great young defenseman. So they've got, they've got guys that haven't even hit the NHL yet uh, in the system that are going to be difference makers. But it's going to be an interesting summer for them because they do have a number of unrestricted free agents and veteran players that um, played important roles on, on what was the most successful team the Devils have ever had in the regular season. So it's going to be interesting to see where their GM Tom Fitzgerald decides to upgrade and where he decides to bring back some of the familiar names from this year's team. Uh, As for the Rangers, uh, I know you've got a great column. It just dropped a few days ago in regard to the coaching carousel that takes place in the NHL. What do you want to fill us in on? Well, I want to fill you in on, on how 
it's incredible. Like, like, like everybody's got conspiracy theories now about how the Rangers are going to fill their coaching position. And, you know, at first it was, are they going to petition the NHL to get them to allow Joe Quinville to come back after he was uh, uh, forced to resign from Florida after that Chicago Blackhawks scandal uh, came out? You know, there, there was that whole thing. The Rangers don't sound like they're going down that road. There's now all the speculation about, is there a way to get Mike Sullivan out of Pittsburgh? He was an assistant coach under John Tortorello with the Rangers. Uh, is there a way to get him out of Pittsburgh to coach the team? I don't think that's necessarily going to happen, but it hasn't stopped people from speculating. It all comes back to one thing, Anita. It all comes back to why would they fire Gerard Gallant after two successful regular seasons if they didn't already have something in mind? And that might just be that they didn't have something in mind. <laughs> it might just be they, they, didn't, they, they didn't think that was the answer, and then they'll figure out something else. Because honestly, uh, I don't think they're, pl- they're playing 4D chess here. I think they made a hasty decision, uh, and they're going to have to figure out the next steps. Do you think they made a hasty decision or it was an agreement? Uh, because everything that I'm reading, and, and you can either confirm or deny that this is going to be a Rangers team that's in rebuild mode. Is is Gallant, is he is is he the coach you want or would be a good fit for a rebuild? From what I understand, no. I, I don't think it's going to be a rebuild. I think it's going to be like a reload. I mean, they've got a good, strong core of players and a team that went to the conference final you know, last season. I, I think what it was was that there were certain conflicts between Gallant and, the, and management there. I think there were definitely some questions about his in-game uh, tactical decisions, and, and those were questions that dogged him going back to his days in Vegas, too. That gets a legit criticism of the guy. Um, but this is a, he's only been there for two years, and both of those years they made the playoffs. And he was a Coach of the Year nominee in the first season. I mean, I, I understand law and of diminishing returns. I understand the embarrassment of losing in seven games to your rival and all that, but unless you've got a, a, an upgrade in coaching decision, and I'm not convinced the Rangers had an upgrade in mind. Again, Greg Wyshynski, a.k.a. The Puck Daddy, joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. And as uh, he stated just a second ago, his mother loves watching Daily Wager. Not because of me. I thought you were going to say because of me, but you didn't. Uh, because she's she's a proud mom, and Greg does a phenomenal job with us. That's uh, Daily Wager on ESPN2, Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Typically, that's our main time. A lot of times we fluctuate, so make sure uh, you check the scheduling. And Greg obviously has been front and center considering Obviously, we are in the NHL playoff action. Uh, the Kraken, which I always say, I love that name. Um, they did win <laughs> last night. I know I know you were really big on the Dallas Stars heading into the postseason. So now uh, they won 6-3. Uh, so now the series is all tied up 3-3. Uh, they play on Monday in Dallas. Dallas favored at minus 205. The und- over-under is 6. It's a lot of juice to lay for this Dallas team. How do you see this series playing out on Monday? Yeah, I'm surprised they're favored by that much, to be honest with you, because I thought the Kraken played really well yesterday. They, they limited the mistakes that they, they had been making. They got off to a much better start. They exhibited the scoring depth that's really carried them this far in the playoffs. Um, they're, they're, they have a legit shot at winning game seven in, in Dallas. Um, I'm going to be there for that game tomorrow night. I'm very excited for it. I love a game seven. Um, But the big story, the big intrigue right now is one of the biggest advantages the Dallas Stars have in the postseason is Jake Ottinger, their goalie. He is, of the goalies remaining in the playoffs in the second round, the only one that played uh, over 55 games in the regular season. So the only, like, workhorse star elite goalie left in the playoffs was Jake Ottinger. In every game of this series, he's been playing below expected based on goalie analytics. 
and then he gets pulled in game six. Now he gets pulled because they wanted to conserve his energy for game seven. But the bottom line is that, you know, he's not really been the difference maker in the series that a lot of us thought he'd be. And if that's the case in game seven, then Dallas is going to be in a bit of trouble, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, this has been a really entertaining series to watch. Uh, but uh, but I did I, I did put some money on, on Dallas winning the series. Hopefully, I hope they do pull it out, but Monday will be fun. Um, we've got a game later on tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern time. Edmonton going up against Vegas. Edmonton here, minus 190 to win. Vegas is up on this series, 3-2. The over-under is six and a half goals. Do you have a play in this matchup tonight? Yeah, I mean, I would take the over. <laughs> you know, every game has been a circus so far, right? I give I give Vegas a lot of credit. I mean, you know, this is an Edmonton team that has the most firepower in the, in the league, especially on the power play, where they once again ate Vegas's lunch in, in Game Five. Um, but Vegas, you know, put together a really strong second period. They, they played well uh, in that game against the Oilers, and now are in a position to close them out. I don't think they will. I, I think this ends up going seven. Uh, you know, the Oilers have played pretty well on home ice. Uh, they'll get the matchups they want for Drysaddle and McDavid. Uh, and all they need, again, is, is average goaltending, which they didn't necessarily get in the previous game. So I think I like them tonight. I, I think this is one that will go seven, and then we're just going to have to see whether the uh, irresistible force of uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl can defeat the immovable object that is the Vegas Golden Knights defense in game seven. Fantastic. Great stuff as always. Please tell your mom thank you so much that we borrowed you for 15 minutes on her special day. Um, appreciate <laughs> we'll, it, Greg. Will do. Thank you. Anytime. Thank Thanks you. Greg, Greg Wyshynski joining us here the Puck Daddy. Again, uh, he's so gracious to join me here on 98.7 ESPN whenever I ask him to. and does a phenomenal job on Daily Wager. 800-919-3776. Uh, when we come back, let's talk about the Yankees. Let's talk about the Mets. Get you up to speed there. What we can expect today. Um, also, Nick Friedel, who covers uh, the Knicks and also spent a good portion of the season covering the Nets. And in his tenure... Uh, covering the NBA, spend some time covering the Heat as well. Will join us in about 15 minutes. We'll end the show strong, uh, talking some NBA, getting you ready for some NBA playoff action as well. Anita Marks with you, 800-919-3776. Knicks fans, I'd love to hear from you as well. With you until noon this afternoon, right here on 90.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Um, we've got 
Tom and uh, and Joe, who are producing the show, uh, gentlemen, we heard from my mom a little bit earlier on in the show. I know you wished your mothers uh, a very happy Mother's Day, Kathy and Lori. Um, are, are you are you seeing them later today? Are you uh, you take taking your moms out to like a, a a late brunch, maybe a dinner? I don't think I'm going to be able to take her out to dinner. Unfortunately, I will be seeing her later though. Um, and we'll probably have a home-cooked meal or something like that at home. Uh, we'd probably love to take She's her She's not just... cooking, though. You're not no, making your no, mom no. cook on Mother's Day. No, I wouldn't do that. Absolutely Come not. on, man. No, 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 no. We will step up to the ballgame. Whoever's at home, we will uh, sub in. That will not happen. Do you cook, Tom? Are you a good cook? No, I am not a good cook at all, but I will try my best. <laughs> I, I, I Here's the thing. I actually am a very good cook. Um, I just don't cook because I, I don't I, like I, I enjoy cooking for I, I enjoy entertaining. Right. So like I love to cook to entertain, but like I, I, I don't I'm not cooking for one. Right. Or two. I, when I cook, I like to I like to cook for like a group. Now, do you have a favorite meal to cook? Mm, I, I can't. I can't say I just I, I have certain things that like, you know, I like I do like I love Brussels sprouts. I love like really burnt crispy Brussels sprouts. Um, I put well done pancetta in there and I and I top it off with shaved manchego. So like I, I feel like I make a kick butt Brussels sprout meal. Um, I, I, I just I don't know. I, I like to uh, I, I kind of do I kind of do a little bit of everything. You know, I like the sound of that. I thought you were going to go for like, you know, I make a nice filet mignon or something like that or something along those lines. But I, 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 I can uh, vibe with the Brussels sprout dish. That's, that sounds pretty good. I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's hard to make a, a nice veneer, uh, filet mignon. I, I don't think, I don't think that's hard. I don't know. I, 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 think... I just didn't expect you to go into the Brussels sprout direction, to be honest. Really? Do I, does, do, do I not scream Brussels sprouts? I mean, I haven't what? heard you talk about Brussels sprouts before, so no, I wouldn't assume that. <laughs> so what? What were you expect? Oh, you just said you were expecting me to say steak. Yeah, listen, I'm 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 all of, I'm all about. I'm more protein. I'm more of a protein gal than I am a carbohydrate gal. Like I'm not, I'm not into pastas. I don't eat a lot of bread. I just don't like the way it makes me feel. But regardless, how do we get here? We're talking about Mother's Day. Wishing everybody out there a fantastic Mother's Day. Um, Yankee fans, you got to feel good. I was hosting the show yesterday and the Yankees were down 6-0. Remember Joe? And then all of a sudden, uh, that score then got, they, they scored four and it went up to 6-4. And then yesterday I was standing in line at, uh, at CVS and there was a guy sit, standing behind me and he was wearing a Yankees hat. And I said, I said, did they win early? And he said, yeah, they won 98. I was like, great. I said, how'd Aaron Judge do? Oh, two home runs. Great. Uh, Volpe, another stolen base, 13 for 13. You guys remember we had this conversation when the season began? Um, how many more stolen bases uh, there are going to be this season? Because the bases are larger, so you took three inches off each side. So that's it's six, six inches uh, that go to the, 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 the batter, the runner, right? And, um, and, and how now the rules have changed in regard to the pitcher being able to pick off runners and how many times he can try to do that. So, um, you know, Volpe, I, I think this is going to be something special. I think it's going to be a big storyline, 
uh, throughout uh, the season in regard to his uh, the number of stolen bases he can get. But 13 for 13 so far this season, which is great. Uh, Nestor, nasty Nestor, not so nasty yesterday. Uh, gave up six runs, seven hits in four-plus innings. So uh, there's that. Uh, more importantly, and, and this is why I wanted to talk about the Yankees, as as bad as the Yankees have been, they're 23-18. and 18. They have won two. Uh, they're they they're actually five and one their last six games. Granted, uh, a few of those games were against the A's, uh, but nonetheless, in looking at the wild card, because they're seven games behind the Rays, they just beat the Rays. Uh, you know, I I think I think it's really being extremely optimistic to think that they could win the American League East. Not saying that they can't. Yankee fans, don't call in here, and I'm I'm not a negative Nelly. But I'm just, here's the optimism that I'm rolling with right now. Do you know that if the season ended today, the Orioles, the Blue Jays, and the Yankees would all be in the postseason? It doesn't seem like that because of how the season started for the Yankees. It doesn't seem like they're worthy of a, of a playoff spot, at least this point, about a month through the schedule. But, but just marinating this for a minute, Joe. The Orioles, 26 and 13. The Blue Jays, 23 and 16. The Yankees, 23 and 18. The Red Sox, 22 and 18. Those are the, <laughs> the entire American League East, right? Outside of the Rays, are one through four in the American League wildcard standing. After them, it's the Angels, the Mariners, the Astros, the Guardians, Detroit, Chicago, Kansas City, and then, of course, uh, the A's sitting there with nine wins. They're 9-32, and 32, just absolutely horrible. But nonetheless, uh, my point being is, as horrible as this season has been for the start of the Yankees, you know, they still have a really good shot here of making it into the wild card. They're one behind the Blue Jays. And they're four behind the Orioles. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just throwing out some optimism there. That's all. Um, and, and, and one would, I want to, as, as the Yankees start getting healthier, I want to believe that they're going to start playing better and they're going to start winning more games. Okay? Because that's a big question. You know, the Yankees are either New York team going to make it to the postseason in Major League Baseball. Still so much baseball to be played. My, my answer is yes. Uh, the Mets, um, as we know, they lost, or, or I'm sorry, they won on Friday 3-2. Saturday, the game was suspended because of rain. Three hours, can you imagine sitting around a ballpark for three hours and um, three hours and, and 36 minutes? Is that crazy? Who would do that? Would you sit around? I wouldn't. Anyway, uh, game was suspended. They pick up this afternoon and um, and the Mets, I want to say they had one out with runners on second and third. So uh, that game will uh, pick up where they left off. And then the second game, first pitch will be at 4.30 this afternoon. And Max Scherzer uh, will be on the bump for the Mets. So we'll see what happens there. Atlanta's lost three straight to the Blue Jays and the Red Sox. So... Um, you know, Atlanta's been kicking butt and taking names, obviously. So just, just some positive news uh, right now with the Yankees and the Mets. 800-919-3776, the phone number. Uh, we're going to spend the next 30 minutes talking about the NBA. And we've got a great game later on today. 3.30 is tip-off. Boston going up against Philly. What is that line right now? 
So uh, the Boston Celtics are favored by six and a half. The over-under is 201. I I can't sit here and tell you who's going to win the 76ers-Boston game. Just when I think I've got the series figured out, I don't. I will tell you what I do know. How Harden goes, the 76ers go. If Harden's going to come to the table with 10, 12 points, 76ers are going to lose. If Harden comes to the table with 25, 28 points, 76ers are going to win. Yes, Embiid, obviously, you're going to get what you get from Embiid, even though he's he's hobbled right now with that knee issue. Um, love what we've seen from Maxi, But at the end of the day, it comes down to Harden and what he's going to do against this Boston Celtics team. I'm not, I'm not playing a side here. I'm not. My favorite bet in regard to uh, side and total is the over. It's a 201. It was at 203, dropped to 202. Now it's 201. I don't understand. Every single game has gone over that total except their last one, which Boston won 95 to 86. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, to me, run to the window. Don't walk. Take the over here at 201. Embiid's going to get his. The Celtics really don't have an answer for him defensively. And one thing that we know about this Boston Celtics team, they play uber aggressive from the perimeter. They average. 43-point attempts a game. So I love the over here. It's my favorite bet uh, in regard to win total or side. My favorite bet overall, I'll share with you when we get back. Nick Friedel is going to join us. We'll talk about this series. We'll talk about the Lakers in Denver. His thoughts on the Knicks as well as the Nets. Some NBA talk coming your way next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Work hard, play hard. I'll tell you who works hard. It's Nick Friedel. (laughs) How you doing? You're jet setter, man. You're all over the country. You're covering every NBA team for ESPN. Good morning, Nick. How are you? Good morning, Anita. I'm doing great. I'm just preparing for this uh, Boston Philly Game 7 like everybody else trying to figure out where I'm headed here in a couple days. Um, let's start right here in our own backyard. I'm sure you saw the viral video going around. Knicks fans stomping on, um, of course, uh, the poster of Julius Randle after the Knicks lose uh, to the Heat. Uh, your your thought on the Knicks-Heat series and, uh, and, and all this hate spewing for Julius Randle right now, Nick? 
Anita, there is a lot to unpack on that one. I, as far as the series itself, I can't believe that uh, the Knicks did not give them a little bit more. And it just shows two things. One, the Knicks desperately need shooting <laughs> in the summer. They they do not have a lot of guys outside of uh, Brunson offensively that they can count on uh, night to night. Uh, and two, I've never seen a team in all my years covering the league turn around in a span of a few weeks the way that the Heat have. They just completely switched up everything that had been going wrong for them. Jimmy Butler became Jimmy Butler again in the postseason, but they are on a remarkable tear at the moment. Now, as far as Randall and all that stuff goes, there is a lot of frustration within the fan base because that's your all-star center or all-star forward. I mean, he's the guy that has really set the tone here the last few years. Uh, But, Anita, I think what it shows me on top of what we saw on the floor is very clearly here in the last couple months especially, Dylan Brunson's the face of this team. I mean, Randall has been the guy, and he has a lot of respect in that locker room, but Brunson is the guy now. And once you have that – switch in the hierarchy it'll be interesting to see coming in next year how things change but uh, there's no question when you watch them play and when you get the feel from the fan base uh, from what's going on Jalen Brunson has replaced Julius Randle as being the person and leader everybody looks to on that next squad uh, big picture here, you know, there's, there's, uh, as we know, as, as the series was happening against the Miami Heat, Brian Windhurst came out and alluded to potentially the Knicks being interested in, um, in Giannis. I had Bobby Marks on the show yesterday. I asked Bobby, being a former executive, uh, what would it take to bring Giannis to New York? He said, R.J. Barrett, Grimes, quickly, Robinson, and five first-round draft picks. How about that? Well, Phoenix is going through it right now, Anita, because if you do that, uh, as fantastic of a player as Giannis is, I I think we've seen now time and again that when you're trying to land stars and you're giving up everything to get those stars, it is very rare anymore where those trades pay off to a point where you get the title. I mean, the depth that you would have to give up to, to make that kind of thing happen uh, would be astronomical, obviously, the other parts of this, and I think it's crucial. I, I've talked to Giannis about this specifically, playing in one city, in one market your entire career, and all he ever talked about was how much that meant to him, like a Kobe, a Dirk, uh, a, a Jerry West, somebody – who has been there the whole time. Now, obviously, he has the right to change his mind, and we'll see what happens uh, over the course of this summer as the Bucks look to retool after getting knocked out by the Heat. But it would still surprise me as somebody who has been around him if he were to say, you know what, I want out of here, and even more if the Bucks were to move him. I mean, he's been everything for that franchise for so long now, uh, and and – Everything revolves around 
him in every way. So uh, I don't know if I would make that deal if I were the Knicks just because <laughs> you're giving up every single thing you got uh, for not a sure thing. Uh, but they have a lot of work to do to readjust that roster as far as becoming a team that can legitimately contend for a title. They had a hell of a year. Uh, they, there was a lot of growth, but Anita, the, the, the difference between where they are and where they need to be is still large. Yeah, my dogs agree with you. Uh, Nick Friedell <laughs> joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, so the Heat now, they advance. They're sitting back, getting healthy, resting up, waiting to see who wins Today, it is Game 7, 76ers and the Celtics, 3.30 is tip-off. Boston is favored by 6.5. The over-under is 201. I'll shock, I'm shocked. I'll use the word shocked that this over-under is so low, Nick. Uh, we know what we get from Embiid. I think the big question mark is what do we get from Harden today? What are your thoughts on this game? Who do you think wins? Who do you think faces the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, Anita, every time I've tried to make a pick in this series, it's gone the other way. I mean, mm-hmm. I sat there before it started, and I laughed at the idea that Harden could drop, you know, 40 points uh, in a game and lead them, and now he's done it twice. So I would still lean with Boston. I just think they are the most talented team left, east, or west. Uh, they are deeper. They can switch everywhere defensively, and I believe uh, the Tatum – wants desperately to to play better than he did aside from that little stretch at the end of the fourth quarter where he hit those huge shots. He, he was terrible the other night offensively. So uh, unless Embiid has that type of MVP-defining performance in the postseason, I would think Boston gets through. Now, as you mentioned with Harden, if, if Harden can roll back the clock one more time, and he's dropping 35 or 40, okay, well, then the calculus changes. But uh, the the issue with Harden is he had those two great games. He was terrible in, in two other games, and he, or three other games at this point, and he was pretty solid in that game five in Boston. So uh, if he comes out early and starts knocking down shots, uh, it'll space out the floor for everybody else uh, with the Sixers, especially Maxi. But if not, I think Boston in the end in front of what will surely be a raucous home crowd uh, at the Garden. Uh, that that should be enough for uh, a matchup with Miami here in a couple of days. Again, Nick Fridell joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Um, so that's the game today. Obviously, we already know who's going to be playing for the Western Conference Championship. You and I have been talking about how Denver has had no respect at all. Uh, Of course, they're going up against um, the Lakers. Uh, So that's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, Denver is favored by five, five and a half in some places. Denver at home has been unbelievable. Jokic averaging a triple-double at home. He's got 11 triple-doubles so far in his career in the postseason, surpassing Wilt Chamberlain. I guess my question to you is, defensively, is AD going to be enough to try to contain Jokic in this series. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, Anita, I say no only because I don't think anybody is at this point. I think Jokic is that good that when you watch him play, you're you're just like, okay, nobody can stop this guy. And uh, people then ask, well, why doesn't he get more attention? Well, let's face facts. He's, he's not that interesting. He doesn't want the spotlight. He really doesn't care. 
and Denver doesn't have a real big fan base. <laughs> They're not uh, that intriguing of a team to, to casual fans out there. But having said that, I still think that they can win this series because not only do I think Jokic is the best player, but uh, that depth that they've shown in these last two series is there. Now, uh, I didn't think the, the Lakers would get past the Warriors, and they have earned everything they've gotten in this postseason. But when you're playing at that mile-high elevation and you're racing up and down the floor in Denver, uh, that is tough for any team, but especially uh, with older guys like LeBron and AD at the head of that roster. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this series. I think it's going to go a long way, uh, likely seven. But when you watch the way that Denver has played, I know the Lakers look great, but I think the reason we're not seeing or hearing as much about the Nuggets is based on Jokic's personality. The reality is they got a tough roster. Uh, Murray has a chance to really shine in this series as well. Uh, and if Jokic can be that player that he has shown to be before now against the Lakers, this will forever change that narrative, not only about him, but about that team as a whole. Yeah, I, I'm seeing a Denver-Miami Heat championship. I'm calling it right now. That's what I see happening here. Uh, Nick, before I let you go, I've got to ask you about what's going on with John Morant. Uh, big news right now is that he is indefinitely suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies. Another video he posted on social media, him waving around a gun. What is going on here, Nick? Anita, I mean, from the outside looking in, it's, it's sad. It's just a sad story, but it, 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 to me, it feels like a guy who's calling out for help. I mean, that, that is what this situation feels like from a distance because this is now the second thing that has popped up in recent weeks, and then we had all the stories that came up over the last year. I, this is a guy that the league thought, and certainly the Grizzlies thought, was going to be a face of the NBA and he is sliding fast now, not only on the floor because the success that people thought that Memphis was going to have, that he thought the Grizzlies were, were going to have this season. That hasn't happened. And now he's just completely kind of unraveling here, making one mistake after another. So uh, I just feel bad because I really enjoy watching him play, uh, and I've enjoyed kind of seeing how he's grown through time. It reminds me a lot – you know, I, I spent a lot of time in Chicago. It reminds me of watching a, a young Derrick Rose. But the issue for John Moran is nobody is going to care how great of a basketball player he is if he continues making these mistakes off the floor and he's not able to be on it. So uh, there are a lot of different issues there. Uh, but I just hope he, he gets help for, for whatever is bothering him uh, in his life. It's just it's, – it's really unbelievable just – you know, stay off social media. I, 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 it, it's yeah, it's it's Step it's wild. Um, uh, Nick, th thank you so much. Really do appreciate it, especially on this special Mother's Day Sunday. Always appreciate your time. So you don't you don't know where you're you don't know if you're. Uh, I, I'm assuming that they're going to have you cover the Miami series since you know the Heat so well, right? I am I am covering the Heat <laughs> the rest of the way. The question is. 
whether I will be starting that coverage in Boston or Philadelphia on Tuesday. Right. So you're waiting for that assignment. Okay. Fantastic, my friend. Enjoy the game later on this afternoon. All right. You got it. I'll talk to you soon, Anita. You got it. Nick Friedel joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, again, we are giving away Desi Banks tickets. Comedian at the Town Hall Theater on Friday, September 15th. Again, be caller number three right now at 888-987-ESPN. You'll score a, score a pair of tickets for full contest rules. Uh, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. We'll be right back. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you for another five minutes. Pat O'Keefe follows me. Leading into your 76ers Celtics game seven. Do or die. Win in advance to take on the Miami Heat. Uh, Lose and you go fishing with the fellas. On TNT. So uh, the Boston Celtics at home, they're favored by six and a half. The over-under is 201. As I said, I'm staying away from a side. I just, like Nick, I'm with him. Like once I I feel like I've got this series figured out, I don't. I just don't. Um, Harden, 13 points. 0 for 6 from 3 the last game. Big reason why, of course, they lost 95 to 86 to Boston. Uh, I think this is all going to be about Harden. Does Harden show up? Today in Boston, really, that's the big question mark. If he does, I think the 76ers win. If he does not, I think the Celtics win. I just think it's that simple. We'll see what happens. Uh, Also, love me some maxi in this series for uh, the 76ers. My plays today heading into this matchup, love the over. The over opened up at 203, jumped down to 202. Now it's sitting at 201. What gives? I don't quite understand. The only game that's gone under that total was the last game, 95 to 86, like I said. Celtics, difficult defense to try to contain Embiid. Embiid's going to get his, right? Um, you know Embiid's going to be good for at least 25 points. Um, and this is a Boston team. They are really aggressive and really good from behind the arc at home. And you know that crowd is going to be kicking. They average 43-point assists uh, attempts a game. 43-point attempts a game. So I love the over here. My favorite bet, my best bet today, okay? This is, this is, this is what you want to do. You want to put this bet in. This is, this is going to be fun. This is what you want to do. Tom, Joe, listen up. You want to put this bet in and then print it, print it up on your computer and then put it in a Mother's Day card for your mom. You know, how much, however much you want to give her. $50, $100, whatever, whatever. Because what's going to happen now is she's now is, is going to have interest in this game because you're going to bet whatever it is, $5, $25, $50, $100, however you roll, okay? Mark is smart. Over 20 and a half points and assists combined. It was at 18 and a half. Odds makers got a little bit smarter, upped it, put up 22 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists. His last game against the 76ers. Now he's back in Boston. Forget about it. I've got him putting up over 20 and a half points. Now I'm getting 20 and a half points and assists combined. 
I love this. This is my best bet. He's been a cash cow this series with this, this combo. One of the most consistent players in this series. And what I love most about it, he's got his hair dyed green. Why? For his mom. Unfortunately, he lost his mom. And his mom used to love all the crazy stuff that he used to do with his hair. She loved it. And so he wears his green hair in honor of his mom. And today's Mother's Day. So don't think for a second, Marcus Smart is not going to go off. So this, this, is, this is a great Mother's Day gift. Again, over 20 and a half points and assists. Print it up. Put it in a Mother's Day card. It'll be fun. Um, and you, you can follow the game. And of course, Marcus Smart and his success in this game on Mother's Day. Tip-off is at 3.30. Um, also, uh, coming your way on Tuesday night, the Lakers and the Denver Nuggets go at it. Denver, you got to lay four and a half. Uh, I would lay it. Jokic is just too good. Last time the Lakers did take on the Denver Nuggets, they had Dwight Howard. AD had more help in the paint to help defend Jokic. I just don't see that happening. Murray's been great. Porter Jr. has turned on as of late. I think Aaron Gordon, the defense that he's going to play against LeBron, is going to be interesting. I can't wait for this series. I think this is going to be a fun series. I've got Denver winning in six. So I got Denver winning the series 4-2. I just don't believe that the Lakers are going to be able to take one at home away from Denver. Their home court record is better than the Golden State Warriors. I just don't believe that the Lakers are going to be able to do that. So I do like Denver in this series. You can also wager that Denver is going to win this series at minus 145. Everybody, I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. Really do appreciate it. Uh, again, Scotty Scheffler, 3-1 to one right now uh, to win the AT&T Byron Nelson uh, I would go to the window with that as well. Maybe you, maybe you do a, maybe you do a parlay, right? Scotty Shuffler to win the uh, the Byron Nelson today at three to one, along with Marcus Smart over twenty and a half points and assists. Whoa, that would be fun. Uh, Tom and and Joe really do appreciate you guys. Enjoy Mother's Day with your mothers, Kathy and Lori. Big shout out to them. Everybody, happy Mother's Day today. Uh, I'll be back next week right here on 98.7 ESPN.